hear it because it's audio, but I'm giving it thumbs up. So I'm right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Thanks, Bobby. Bobby. That's our introduction. Um, oh, hello. good. Hello. Solid. I love it. Welcome to our new episode of the last episode. I'm your host, Jasper. And today. Jasper. That's me. <laughs> um. I have Charles, the lovely Charles, the lovely. It's me. Say something. Oh yeah, what's up? Just say something. Like like a like a, like a catchphrase. A funny quip. If you were in a. A funny. I made I made a funny quip already. What's your funny quip? Wasn't born ready, but I like became ready through a process of social conditioning. Awesome. Yeah, there's already been several funny quips, Jasper. Okay. You're too fucking boomer brain to recognize them. I am. Only a year older than you. Fucking uh, boomer. And Bobby, what's your funny quip? Uh, oh, you said your funny quip. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna die by the end of this. I was bullying. What the fuck? Well. Anyways. So for this opening segment, I I do like bullying you guys. So. <laughs> oops. The opening segment for this will be. Is this the name of a real idol group or not? <laughs> These are all taken. Oh, I'm going to fucking fail this because I do not give a shit about idol groups. Oh, no. So, I'm going to give four names of idol groups. One of them will be a real one. All the rest will be lies. Okay. okay? Just say they're fake, Jasper. Don't say lies. Fucking Shut up. clut. Shut up. Um, okay. First one. We have KBP Super. Steam Genesis. Lyrical School. And QBasic. Uh, QBasic is the fake one. Well, you have to guess. Lyrical School is the real one. No, the first one that was just some like letters and numbers. That that's what you think is the real one. Yeah, that's. I'll put my uh, my chip there. Okay. Yeah, I kind of agree, because you know there's like AKB48 or whatever. That's like the famous one. But what? But what? Well, could, could you repeat the rest of the list again? Sure. KPB Super, Steam Genesis, Q Basic, and Lyrical School. Uh, I'm gonna. So we're guessing which one's the real one, or which yeah, one's you the have fake? To guess one? which one's the real, real one. All the rest of them are fake, so it'd be too easy if you just had to guess a fake one. Uh, I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the first one, like Trevor. I'm I'm okay. jumping on the bandwagon. Charles is correct. Oh. Woo! Lyrical school. Okay. <laughs> So that one sounded the most fake. Really? Well, you know, oh, to me at least. I, I don't know. I don't know much about like idle nomenclature. It's the, it's the random English words that get you. You have to. Okay. Yeah. It's the random English words. Okay. Next one. Spellbound. Zoo animal. Morning musume. And angel sin. Oh, I actually know this from. Uh trivia from actually knowing it rather than guessing it. It's more well, was the that's, first so that's one, the real one. That's was the, the first one Spellbound or Bellbound? Spellbound. 
Spellbound. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking idol groups. Yeah, I'm gonna go. The real one. The real one is Morning Musume. They recorded yeah, a bunch of R- Ranma one half uh, opening <laughs> themes. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Bobby. Um, I'm fucking Bobby. Yeah, Bobby you announce one. it like that. Everyone wants to <laughs> choose that one, Bobby. You fucked yourself over. What's your choice, Trevor? Uh, Morning Musume. Oh my god, you guys are all right, Trevor. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, currently Charles is in the lead. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Next one is the tiebreaker lottery. Wait, what was that? Seven lottery. Restage. Achizumi. Semicolon. Five. And hearth <laughs> sister. Uh, I'm gonna say. Restage. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna have to be restage for me. That sounds like the most real one, but I, I feel like it's time to make a gamble. Uh, what were the? What was the one with the semicolon? Ashizumi seven semicolon five. <laughs> yeah, we'll go for that. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh. Bobby and uh, Charles are correct. Ah. Uh. Okay. This is your time for redemption, Bobby. <laughs> um, the four choices are Flowback, Illuminate, Boys, Diva, Dot, Yosu, and Higashi no Rakuen. Uh, I'm going to say Diva, whatever that one was. <laughs> okay. What's the second one? Illuminate Boys. What was the, I'll, I'll, what was I'll the last one? i for Illuminate Boy. Higashi no Rakuen. <sighs> I'm going to go for Demon Dot Mosu, too. Diva. <laughs> okay. And what was yours, Trevor? Oh, Illuminate Boy. That's correct. Oh! oh so I think the final score is... Because it was Charles 1, then everyone got 1, so that was Charles 2, everyone else 2. Then it was uh, Trevor... And Charles, so that was Charles three. Trev, uh, I mean, Bobby. Bobby. And then. I think it's me, me, uh, three, and then everyone else yeah. two. Okay. Well, you get the last word at the end. So. What, what a dark power! What fell magic? <laughs> Listen, it's a big you responsibility. Only got ahead because a Trev, uh, because Bobby gave away. Uh, the second cho- the the second question. He gave that guy. He gave that to you guys. So he's the. Sorry, I, yeah, Bobby's got to. I was I was so excited. Play that I actually knew one. I was too excited. I was just so excited that I knew it. I was like, wow, like. So. Excuse- You're a real otaku now, Bob. Yeah. 
yeah. Just like <laughs> he didn't even he he expected that. Like you know. <laughs> um. So how have you guys been doing? Have you been watching anything? Anything you would like to know? I will update. I will let you guys know that last episode, zero viewers. So we are now in the black zone. It's literally just us talking <laughs> to the darkness of the void. Of yeah! <laughs> so I'm going to be completely candid and say, literally, don't worry about what you say. Because I literally, like, I bet you, <laughs> like, a week from now, this episode will have no viewers. So. <laughs> Excellent. That's partially why I selected the topic for this episode. But also, anything goes. You don't have to limit yourself to any particular topic. You say this now, but I have plans, Jasper. Oh, oh no. Plans? Oh, you know. Don't worry about it. Is... Well, I... Don't... I... <laughs> this is how it goes every time. Whenever I have you on, you'll be like... You, you'll get really into something, and then be like... No, shut up, Jasper. <laughs> At some point. <laughs> so I'm waiting. <laughs> so what oh. would you want to talk about? Uh, I watched, I've been watching Kimetsu no Yaiba, uh, recently, and that's a very good show. Is there anything more that you would like to say about it other than it's a very good show? Uh, that show's fucking pretty-ish. Uh, feelings. yeah, I was getting to it, you fucking clut. See, so you're oh. stupid. We, like, not even I called you clumsy, in. actually. I called you clumsy. <laughs> it's different. Okay. You can be very smart and be clumsy. Um... No, that shows uh, beautiful. Um, it looks really pretty. Uh, it's monster of the week, but in a way that's not bad. Um, in a way that actually has like a plot and overarching themes and story. Um, I like that it does indeed have overarching themes that are like intelligently told, and all the fights and everything is like serving to enforce the themes of like compassion and caring, uh, even in the face of adversity. Well, I admire uh, that Bob, it takes the same. Have you watched this show, by the way? No, I haven't. I've, so, I've heard it's really good, well, though. It's, it's why, really good, yeah. Why don't I'm, you? Uh, I'm tell not. A, I'm not Bobby a huge. I was in the middle of speaking, Jasper, well, but thank you. Just, okay. See, so. Okay, go on. Sorry. And I don't know. I like that's taking the firm stance that even when you're fighting what are fucking really evil bad motherfuckers. Even if you have to kill them, you should still show them compassion and still think of them as people. I feel like that's something that in like the big fight shonens that doesn't really get touched on. It's like, ah, oh, we just gotta beat him up because he's a Katsuki. <laughs> it's like, nah, you got these are still fucking people. You should still show them some compassion, not be like, let's fucking set them on fire. <laughs> have you ever read One Piece? Uh, no, I've been meaning to though. That's a big part of One Piece. Anyway, Hell yeah. uh, continue. No, that's what I want to say. It's good. Please go watch it. Yeah, I don't like the design of the main character all that much, but I think, like, it looks really cool. You oh, know? yeah, it looks like, really good. Did you yeah. actually see this? There's this huge Twitter drama about this show. Okay. I I hate bringing up <laughs> Twitter drama, <clears throat> but I just wanted to bring it up because this is something that recently happened and made me... It made me, like, slightly just be like, I hate that, and then, like, move on. So now I have to bring it up for everyone else. You have to. It's a moral imperative. So you know his earrings, right? Tanjiro's yeah. earrings? One of the one of the people, on this Twitter user is, like, 
So just this random person was like, you have to change these earrings. They look like the Imperial flag. Oh, no. <laughs> you have to censor this shit for Korean Gee. and uh, China. This person's white, by the way. They're not even, like, <laughs> Asian American. Right? And <laughs> they're just like, this has to be censored. And then they, like, put an alternate design. It's like, this is, f- this is how it's supposed to be. But, like, the fucking <laughs> earrings aren't even the flag. That's what got me, dude. <laughs> they, they are very clearly they, not the flag. They're, uh... They're just like, have a rising sun on them, right? Well, They have uh, a design that looks like, like one, half. kind of. The, the design is from... Is it even... What? Is the show even set in, like, the real world? Yeah. It's, it's set in the Taisho period. It's, like, in the 20s. Oh, huh. In the 1920s. Wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was a historical component. Yeah, to it. at one point the char- the main character, because the main character is like works for a, a coal farm or like not a coal farmer, but no, know. he works. He sells charcoal because he lives in like the fucking boonies on a mountain. And at one point he goes into Tokyo and he just looks at all the electric lights and the trains and shit. And he's like, "Holy fuck!" Yeah. That should jibe very nicely with the class I'm taking this semester. Wow. Jump in. It's it's almost over. I think it ends like next week, so you can probably just yeah. No, I can I can. I mean, I've got to yeah. Catch up on that. I also need to catch up. Um, but yeah, uh, that's what I was just about to bring up, Charles. Where it's like he goes to <laughs> the city, or even in the first episode, he's like, "Wow, there's telephone poles everywhere." <laughs> I was like, "Hell yeah, dude!" Does he? I don't <laughs> think he brings up telephone poles. I just think you see it and you're like, "Oh wait, this isn't um, fucking Edo period." Yeah, I, I don't think he so. talks about it. They're just there, and you're like, wait, okay. Okay, is this Meiji? And it's like, no, it's Taisho, motherfucker. Oh my god. And uh, then they... Yeah. I I find stuff like that really cool. Especially because, like, they don't... They just walk around. That's how they get from place to place. They don't, like, yep. make the train. <laughs> and there's this whole, like... People have gone into it, but, like, there's this whole thing where they they can't show their swords because they have special demon-killing swords, right, Trev- uh, Red mm-hmm. Bobby? And uh, right. th- they can't show the swords to anyone because, one, their organization's, like, outlawed by the government, and, two, because you're not supposed to have a katana. Only the army's supposed to have katanas. Oh! Because they went through the whole, like, sword-hunting thing at the Meiji period. Well, that's like yeah, a, it's, yeah. when they when they crushed the samurai. <laughs> Good, they no. destroyed the the fucking aristocracy. Yeah, no, it's a cool fucking show. Um, I like that's in the Taisho period. I feel like there's not a lot of stuff in the, that period. Yeah, I I don't think it utilizes it like as much as it could. Yeah, I just think it's a nice, like, oh, cool. Yeah. It's a nice, like, setting background thing. I, I do think if it was set in the modern times, I'd be, like, le- so much l- less Less interest. Yeah, like, you know? Yeah. yeah. It still, it still feels like it's, like, a, a different, you know, period in time for a show to be set. I feel like if it was set in, like, the Edo period or the modern period, it'd be really fucking, like... Oh, whatever tier, yeah. maybe less interesting. But since it's in like the Taisho period, you're like, oh wait, this isn't something I've seen. This is like 
weird fucking like Japanese traditional village, but there's just telephone lines everywhere. Remember the guy? Natsume so, Soseki. Um, so you know the guy that's at the 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 selection test or whatever, and he's like, "Give me my sword." Remember that guy? Yeah, that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me tell you about this dude because this is like the best way that the setting is utilized. He doesn't use breaths, right? So, Bobby, in the in the mm-hmm. world. The, the way the only way that humans can fight against the the superpowered demons is if they use these special breaths where it's like Chinese breathing techniques. Oh, okay. Huh. They use hormone hormone <laughs> powers. <laughs> it's Basically. like the thing where the it's like the thing in Epo where like the more oxygen you take into your body, like the the faster your blood circulates and like the stronger you are, right? It's like that sort of pseudoscience. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um this guy, he can't use breathing. And there's, like, all these different styles of breaths, right? And this one of the guys can't use breaths. He doesn't use breaths, right? He just has a gun. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would love it, Charles. Because later, he shows up in later, I think he'll probably show up in season two. But uh, yeah. he, he has a gun. And his thing is, like, he... Uh, he can't even. He's not a good swordsman, but he just eats demon flesh and he gains their powers. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. And, and if he eats enough, he can get like his own because each demon has their own like unique like. Technique. Their demon blood art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets his own once he eats enough. I know oh, that yeah. there's. I know that there's that like. There's like his sidekick who's like become really popular now. Oh, his little sister. So, wait, which sidekick? Because he has like three characters following him around. No, I think no. The Nezuko is has become really popular. Also, oh, in the board, are you talking about the board guy or the little girl box? The little girl in the box. Yeah, I'm talking about the girl who has the thing in her mouth. Yeah, that's his sister. I love the pause. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I like this show because there's no weird incest shit. Yeah, dude. No, definitely. It's definitely like a very pure, like, I I love my sister kind of thing. Oh, okay. It's It's not like... Aggressively no incest shit. (laughs) An appropriate amount of love to have for a sister. Yeah. Did you know but that? still, God, I went on fucking archive of our own, and you know there are people being like, Nezuko and Tanjiro should fuck, and I'm like, I'd rather you didn't. Did you know, so the author, so it's very interesting, because the author's a girl, right? Yeah. Ooh, I didn't yeah. Know yeah. So. No, that makes sense, considering how pretty fucking In- Inyosuke is, and some of the boys are, that makes Well, the majority of the cast is guys. Like, there's like, three girls. Um, it's funny because there's like, so the, the the strongest demon slayers in the organization are called the Pillars, right? Hashirama or Hashirama. Uh, uh, and two two of them are girls. One is like, so like because of her womanly body, she can't fight like all the other guys. No, there are three of them are girls. Of the Pillars. Yeah, there's Bug Girl. There's Love One, and then there's another. No, you're thinking of um, the audio cut out. Butter the the butterfly pillars or the the insect pillars, uh, like 
student. No, 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 no. I know what I'm talking There's Miss Pillar's a girl, Love Pillar's a girl, and Insect Pillar's a girl. Miss Pillar? No, Miss Pillar's yeah, a girl. Oh. Never <laughs> mind. Charles is like, ah, I am so interested. <laughs> Yeah, Miss Pillar's a guy. <laughs> yeah, when in when uh, Inosuke took off his mask, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> There's a pretty boy, I'm in. Uh, All right, I guess this is what we're doing now. Wait, what was I saying? So yeah, it's funny considering that the author's a girl because the only the, the two strongest girl characters are like weird freaks of nature. Like the 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 one girl is like a the the the, the insect pillar. Like, it has a womanly body, so she can't fight like everyone else. She has to use poison. And then the <laughs> the love pillar. I love the the fucking um explanation for her power. It's just she just has like a a regular body, but her muscles are three times as dense as the regular human. <laughs> so her reasoning for joining the organization is like, well, why'd you want to become a demon hunter? I want to marry someone that's as strong as me. That's like oh. her thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, but I sort of hijacked your your thing, Charles. Uh, I forgot my point, so I think we're all good. I think I was done. I was just saying this show's good. Go watch it. How far are you? How well, far are you it, it adds. Um, I am. Uh, I just finished episode 16, so I have 17, 18, and 19 downloaded on my computer. I I doubted you. I'm, I doubted you, and I'm sorry. Because I thought it would just be, like, trails, where you play, where you, like, watched or, like, experienced. Hey, I'm still fucking keeping up with that Let's Play. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. Like, I doubted you, and I'm sorry. So I thought you would keep on going with that, and then you stopped. I was like, oh, that's just how Charles does things, you know? No, nah, I fucking, I, I, I mean, I, I stopped like, at oh, 16, it's been a few days, but I definitely, I have them downloaded, so I'm going to watch them soon. I, that, that's all I want to say. Trevor, we're watching something, aren't we? Oh, fuck yeah, we're watching something. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, season, you... season four of Sinfo Gear? Yeah, season four. <laughs> just keeps getting better wait what part um, oh yeah they're fighting against the illuminati yeah they're fighting the illuminati <laughs> so do you have you do you guys know what this series is about are you familiar with Symphogia? It's, uh, about it's about viper loyal illuminati member isn't it like kind of a tie-in to like a, a line of toys or trading cards oh or something? no man oh no <laughs> it is it is like an idol show Battle Shonen, or action maybe... movie. Just an action movie. It, yeah, it's like Michael Bay kind of shit. It is so, so ridiculous. Okay. Can, can I say the story of when they uh, blow up the the noise in in an alternate dimension? Can I say oh, that? Yeah, that was insane! The premise in Symphogear is there's these things called noise, right? And they when they touch you you turn into, like, carbon, right? And you die. And the only people that can fight against these things are Symphogear users who use these special, like, ancient artifacts. Like, the main character uses Gungnir, right? And Japan got the uh, ancient artifacts to start the 
Info Gear program from the Nazis. Yeah. We learned that this season. <laughs> <laughs> and America has gone to shit. Like, America, America is... collapsed. <laughs> um, so... It's fucked up. Yeah, the moon got like, that's, that's blown up. I really liked about the show is, like, whenever they, like, show the moon, you're like, oh, shit, that happened. So, basically, the only... <laughs> so, okay. But the only way you can fight against the noise if you use a Sinfagir, but the Sinfagirs can only activated via songs. So, every time they fight, they have to sing, right? <laughs> and this is how the tie into the idols happen, okay? Because, right, of course, all the voice actresses are, like, idols in real life, and... The if you buy the DVDs, you get free uh, live tickets and all this <laughs> that's how they sell. And um, I know in the f- third season, they were fighting uh, like an alchemist, right? Mm-hmm. Who used like what? What was the plot line? Like she wanted to, she had these. She dolls. wanted to deconstruct the world. She yeah. wanted to like break <laughs> it down so she could understand everything about it. Yeah. <laughs> but then at the end we found out child that the third in the third at the end of the third season we found out that the organization that actually supplied her with the funds and materials to make that plan a success was the Illuminati. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and in this season we meet the the, the evil people which include Saint Germain. And, oh yeah, yeah. Classic uh, cult yeah. figure. I, I can't um, pronounce the names, so you're going to have to pronounce them for me, Charlie. It's Saint Germain? Germain? I don't know. I don't... I've always heard it like Saint Germain, but I... Yeah. Classic, classic, classic occult yeah. figure. Yeah. And the, of course, the guy that leads them is Adam Weishaup, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. yeah, that sounds right. They're at this uh, secret Japanese facility, because one of the main characters is from like a super influential Japanese family. That's been around since the since World War Two, um, and that's where they keep like all the government secrets. And Adam shows up naked, right? <laughs> Takes a bunch of gold in his hand, transmutes it into like ten or like a shit ton of nuclear energy, and then nukes the whole facility. <laughs> what? It's crazy. No, that's like what the show is. <laughs> it's just... it's just moments like that that are the, yeah, the entire just... show. And then no, and then it's it's like hard cut with uh, slice of life going to music high school shit. Yeah, <laughs> there's okay, but it was, it was it was something like like this. I think this was in the third season where it was like a classic, you know. Oh, your equipment than us. Like, are we we have to go and level up? But it was like that moment of like, oh, you know, we've all gotten beat, and then it cut from that to them in school, like in home ec. Singing a song about making beef stroganoff. You know, like that. You know, yeah, it was <laughs> so good. And um, but back to the the original thing I wanted to say. So there's a scene where they're like, "I'm gonna trap you in this imaginary space," and they're like, "I'll transport to outer space, right?" And like, how do we break mm-hmm. out? He's like, well, first, I have to amplify all of our songs. And the girl with the guns, like, that's her weapon. She shoots, yeah. like, a bunch of microphones everywhere. It's like, what are you doing? Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to amplify our songs. And then they amplify their songs, go into, like, their Super Saiyan mode, right? <laughs> yeah. And the girl summons... Or the, so the Japanese girl 
she can create giant swords. So she creates a giant sword that turns into like a spaceship, and the other girl puts rockets on it. And then the main girl, her her thing, she punches really things. She punches things really hard, right? Yeah. And then she launches classic main character power, like a Gundam. Okay, literally, there's like a launch pad, and she launches off of it like a Gundam and punches like the main thing in the chest and like blows it up. And after every <laughs> every time after they they defeat a noise, it blows up like ten million times. <laughs> because it's like the three main characters. Uh, you got, you know, Punch Girl and Gun Girl, but the, the genius part of the show is that those, like, weapons are taken to the logical extreme. <laughs> like, there's a lot of just, you know, like, ridiculously massive swords that appear. Um, there was one part where, uh, like, the main character, who's the Punching Girl, uh, suplexed a spaceship. <laughs> okay. Like the spaceship over like the uh the the town hall or something. It's it's shit like that. She also gets like a giant drill. Oh yeah, occasionally. Yeah, she'll like I, transform every so often. Listen, like that like... too cuz I feel like a lot of Gurren Lagann vibes coming off of that show. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it, it's just a lot of like let's just be bigger and dumber every episode and <laughs> we got to that's that's what I love about that show, and um, what's like, what what? Uh, there's a scene where the this this one girl's running away, and then the the, the enemy is like running away, and then there's a giant like metal thing that comes in front. She's like, what? A wall? And then you see the sword <laughs> girl standing on top of this giant sword, like a hundred stories tall, and she's like. Don't call my sword a wall. Like, and it's this thing. <laughs> it's it's a giant thing. Oh, uh, good first, show. The first, I'm sorry, good I have show. one last thing. The first episode <laughs> of season four, they're bringing down, like, you know the helicarrier from uh, Avengers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, uh, Sword Girl, like, brings out a giant sword to cut it in half, and then... They bring this whole plot line with, like, an evil, evil, like, South American nation that was, suppl- that was like, settled by the Nazis, right? <laughs> and, okay. and, and then the main character, like, punches through all the walls of the, of the helicarrier, takes the guy that they're gonna arrest, and, like, turns her fist into a drill, and then, like, punches her way out of the spaceship. This is all why the gun, gun girl has two Gatling guns. And is standing on top of of um, a helicopter shooting down like m- mooks. <laughs> it's uh, it's something I love it. <laughs> when you say she's shooting a gun, is it yeah. bullets or is it like energy blast? I don't know, man. I they look like bullets though. Like like they're drawn like, they would... like bullets, but like. I, I, I feel guess like it would are. make it even like, more ridiculous if it was, like, people getting just, like, bloodily shot by guns. Well, see, that's their thing. They don't and fight people. Whenever they fight real people, the main character's always, like, trying to convince them, right? So yeah, like, oh, yeah, there's the fight. Oh. Like, why can't, why can't we work together? That's, like, her thing. That's I was used to thing. wonder that about... what she thought. <laughs> What'd you say? I was used to wonder that about... Leonardo from the uh, Ninja Turtles back when I was a kid. What? I was, I was like, he's got those, he's got those giant swords, 
but, like, does he use him? Like, because that would just kill people, right? Yeah, well, he only fights I, uh, the evil guys. Like, like, the first Ninja Turtles, I, I remember hearing was, like, really bloody and obscene, and is sort of like a parody of superheroes or something. Yeah, yeah, the the, the, the Ninja Turtle comics were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, like, uh, once it went to TV, it was like, mm. you know, it's a kid's thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I have a question for you guys. I have an answer. You do? Yes. You don't even know what I'm going to ask. If I don't know, I'll make something up. Okay, good. So, here's my question for you, Charles. Do you know, I was thinking about this, okay, and I was thinking about Legend of the Galactic Heroes, okay, right? Yeah. And they were watching Legend of the Galactic Heroes at, at like, a point, like, two-thirds through the show, they have, like, this giant, like, uh, like, debate between the two, like, guys. Like, the one guy that's, like, Democratic Republics are, like, the best government, right? And the other guy is, like, well autocracies, if they're led by a virtuous person, are the best, right? And they're, like, talking yes. about the the flaws and uh, strengths of both government styles. And then by the end of the show, the show basically comes to the conclusion, well, if if a country is led by... If, uh, if a country is led by a virtuous ruler, then autocracies are obviously the superior choice. And I was like, wait a second. If this... If this <laughs> aired to like americans everyone would fucking hate it like you know <laughs> you're like i don't know about that americans I mean, sometimes fuck with autocracies more than we like to well think. like no because it's like a specifically german empire and they called an empire and everything oh okay it's kind of like a, a confucian ideal though yeah it's like mandated heaven sort of tier with you know by you know moral virtue yeah and all of the all of the hierarchy is justified if the person on the top is a good person yeah which is weird because so at one point during the show there's like the civil war and the the main the main guys like chief advisor is like that the enemy's going to defeat us we can turn a lot of the people on the noble side because it's civil war between like the military and the nobles and they're like, we can turn a lot of people on the nobles over to our side if we nuke a planet and then blame it on them. And he's like, no, I'm not going to kill two million people or some like number like that. And he's like, well, if you don't, we're going to lose. And he's like, ugh, I'm not going to do it. My morals are more important than winning this war. But then he like does it behind his back and he like wins. And that's basically how he gets to the position where he is like the emperor of the empire. Wow, just like. Jiren Zod guy's <laughs> name was. God bless. Um, where that guy was where that guy was like, Don't do the big sun cannon. Oh yeah. And he's like, Have you ever heard of Hitler? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Gundam over yeah. here. That's oh like my a God. literal scene in near the Yeah, end. I know, I've seen the meme. Um But that's what I want to ask. Like I feel a lot of times maybe like uh, political stances or like political references in anime may sometimes go over our head, but um, I feel as if for me like a lot of my experience of anime has been like apolitical or at least bipartisan, 
Or like, I, I mean, all art is political, so everything well, has I a mean, political message inherently that, in like, it. Kaon has a political stance. Like, what's? I, yeah, I, I kind of agree with Jasper in that it doesn't feel like a lot of uh, shows are like explicitly trying to put out a political message. Yeah, no, I, I, I also agree. Like, I mean, I bet if I, I, you did like a of, fucking deep analysis of Kaon, you could find one, but it doesn't have an explicit political. Yeah, message. See, about, that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's all about explicit. music education. <laughs> oh my god, Bobby! It's about g giving more funding to public schools so that people can. It's true. Cultivate their talents. You so know? I just wanted to ask you guys: Do you guys remember like any anime that like had like an explicit political message? I mean, fucking Tanya the Evil is the first one that comes to But isn't the main character in that, like, an asshole? Yeah, it's explicitly the writer of Tanya Evil, the guy who created, was it a light novel or was it manga? For it's a light novel. The guy who created the light novel is like a hardcore socialist, and Tanya the Evil, the person she was in her past life, was like this lazy, like, corrupt middle manager so the entire point of it is to be like, this is how, like, the fucking, like, lazy, corrupt, capitalist upper class fucking leads to fascism and dictatorship just through their own, like, wants and needs to fucking have a comfortable, like, life and don't is that care. That, is that that isekai where the guy's reincarnated as, like, a little girl? As no, a little like, girl a little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. World War One Germany. Yeah, like, the yeah. entire point is, like, yeah... The entire point is that God was trying to teach him lessons. He's like, no, I'm just going to continue to be corrupt, lazy, and evil because I'm a fucking a landlord stance? manager. Would you, what, Jasper? Would you say there's a religious stance to that too since Tanya hates God? I mean, maybe. Uh, I think God is just supposed to represent the moral arc of justice in the universe more yeah, than any religious thing. Okay. I, I think that yeah, like, a lot of the conflicts and a lot of the messaging in anime is, is usually, like, moral. Mm -hmm. More moral yeah, than politics or religion. It's more about, like, shows do have those kinds of deep messages. I mean, I think there are some ones with, like, a pretty explicit political message, though. Well, yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm like, just saying it's not as... In Attack on Titan, we have to kill all the immigrants. Hey, like uh, I just... no, it's revealed later that they're actually Jews. Like, all the main characters. I know, I know. It's fucking weird. I it's read the... Weird. You know, I just read the Annie's Lobby arc of uh, One Piece. One Piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and in that, like, it's pretty explicit political message that, like, you know, the world government is a corrupt kind of evil organization that, you know, cuts corners to try and suppress individual freedom. And they're ultimately, and, like, the slaves to the Celestial Dragons. Yeah. And, Which uh... Is of course, capitalism. I was gonna yeah. say the, the top 1% bankers, but yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Same thing. Yeah, like, because it's like, uh... Yeah, and I, I think it presents a very interesting, like, vision of, like, how to fight that. Which is through, like, kind of... Joy and... Teamwork and revolutionary and, brotherhood, if you will. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, it, it, <laughs> well, I mean, if I remember correctly, the revolution. I can't believe that Tanya the Evil and I can't believe that Tanya the Evil and One Piece are both fucking explicitly socialist. Fucking well, <laughs> I think uh... it's at least anti-colonialist. I yeah. remember from yeah. from Sky Skypea 
that arc's basically about how the Americans killed the Native Americans. Like, <laughs> that's like what that's all about. I didn't know that One Piece is like, woke. Yeah, One Piece is definitely woke. Yeah, there's a whole oh, arc fuck. where they. Oh fuck. Um. Well, I think uh... there's a whole arc where they go to a sky island that's settled by like these like stupid white people that are just all kind of like airheaded idiots, and then it turns out that they're actually like settler colonists who came in and conquered the area from these like kind of hard-working scrappy native american i knew kind of people what if and uh, um nl's uh devil fruit is like a a metaphor for technology a metaphor for technology yeah because he can like see everything right and yeah can, like kill anyone from wherever no, that I, like, makes sense. I love that we're all Zizek in this moment. Yeah, no, I'm gonna do a little, uh, a little Frankfurt, a little sniff, a, 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 a little Frankfurt School philosophy here. Yeah, <laughs> like, like Jasper assembled this particular team. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, like, exactly why I brought you here. Just the reason. the celestial I, dragon is, of course, communism. I had to not go sniff, sniff at just Zizek it up. Yeah, and now is like the. The ultimate like technocrat. Yeah, he uses his just well. I think it's all of electricity to destroy everyone. Yeah, but then you think like its argument about colonialism is pretty pretty cogent too, because like essentially the way like the dumb white people take over is that they come in those mm -hmm. those things that you can like charge up with energy and then they yeah. explode or they can like power things and things like that. Like that's basically the same argument that's put forth in like. Even though this book is kind of sus these days, I think its general conclusions are pretty valid. Uh, guns, germs, and steel. Yeah. Like you know, like the like the like you know, like cultures that got colonized were sort of victims of you know, like people coming in with superior technology yeah. and things like that, rather than like any, even like, though they might have reached that stage themselves, given time, like they weren't given that chance. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. And then you know, there's like conditions that like because. I guess, like, the, I haven't read Guns, Germs, and Steel. The idea that I get, like, just from hearing people talk about it is, like, one of the big conclusions was that it was, like, you know, a combination of, like, conditional things that happened that allowed these people to... Yeah. Watch yeah, like, part not inherent superiority. But, like, which, yeah, give, part of give them a, a jump start ahead other cultures. Yeah. Yeah, part of it is geology, too. I mean, not, not geology, geography. And yeah. I think that figures into this story in One Piece, believe it or not, because, like, the whole, like, the resource they're fighting over is solid ground. Yeah. Because, like, the the place that they live on is, like, a big fluffy cloud up in the sky. And, like, you know, that's pretty cool to, like, swim around, like, build, like, boutique stores on top of. But what mm. you really <laughs> need up there is, like, you know, like, dirt and grass and rocks and things like that. So the thing Enel's trying to infinite supply of that, and then everyone ends up fighting him off at the end, and he goes to the moon. And yeah, but which of course represents capitalism. Well, that's where the celestial <laughs> dragons are from, right? Oh fuck it! Oh Jesus! That's why they're called the celestial dragons because the myth is yeah, that okay. they come from the heavens. I think also, uh, I. 
I was just reminded because I watched this. I just finished this anime called uh, Kanata no Astra. If I remember, the world's noble. <laughs> um, and in it, it's revealed that humanity had to leave Earth because they uh, there's this meteorite that's going to kill everyone on Earth. So they settled on a new planet. But then everyone was fighting over who could go to the new planet. So like everyone nuked each other, and like like ten percent of humanity remained so then they were like well we gotta remove that part of our history and become like one unified government right so that'll never happen again so they yeah like erase that from the history books changed history and for the next like 100 years they rebuilt everything and the characters in that show like think that's like a terrible thing it's like oh we can't erase history or we gotta reveal this to the public yeah and i was just thinking about like the two different ways that you can look at things because like even they can come to the conclusion like well i guess they had to do that right and we're like now better off because like there's space travel and quality of life is just like so much better and all this other stuff but on the other hand like they did erase like a portion of their history you know um yeah and it's mentioned like offhand like well we revealed everything to the public and there were a lot of protests and shit got fucked up, but then the main character published a book, and then everything was, like, better, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me a little of, of One Piece, honestly. Like, with, uh, <laughs> with, with the island with the island of librarians, where they're all, like, where they've got, like, the, the knowledge of ages, and then, like, the, the, girl, the world government, you know, sends a bunch of ships in to, like, destroy it. Because like the knowledge contained within those books is like too powerful, yeah. And so like, like Nico Nico Robin has the free, yeah. yeah. So like that's like Nico Robin's bringing back the knowledge of the old world, mm. <laughs> in- in- including which I'm kind of disappointed nobody pulled it out. But like these like like massive Lovecraftian weapons. I hope that in some future arc they actually end up building one of those. But I don't know. Well, that's sort of what I want to get to, where um, I feel as if, like, anime has this breadth of, like, political stances. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I honestly, like, don't see a lot more of in Western media. That maybe just may be my bias. But, like, I I think, like, you can have stuff of, like, Attack on Titan, which is, like, a definitely more left-leaning. I mean, more right-leaning. But then, like... Like, other stuff. I can't think of any particular... Like Tanya the Evil. Well, that can be taken a variety of different ways, I feel. Like, I mean, the author is explicitly a socialist, like... Well, like, if you... I'm like, just saying, I, like, the, the people that watch it, right? Well, I mean, that gets into interpretation versus, um... Yeah, I'm not like, talking about... I, I kind of... I like, kind of agree with what Jasper is saying, if it is that, like... Um, anime, it explores politics quite a bit. Um, there's shows that kind of, like, get into these ideas, but I feel like it's it's less... It's it takes are less explicit. I think a yeah. good example like, of, like, was... a left-wing anime, or at least one that I've... Mm-hmm. The Ultimate Survivor. Where it's, like, basically just, like, the upper class has a stranglehold on everything and the system is rigged. And, you know, yeah, like... That, that, that's like, a great example, actually. Yeah, like, the, like I especially love the speech that, like, the, 
like the head of the big corporation makes like halfway through where he's like yeah like I hold the the resources the material wealth and as long as I have that I can do anything basically like you know like <laughs> people will do whatever I want them to money what's the um, anime like, about people like cl- cleaning up junk in space at planet planet planets yeah I've heard that's pretty explicitly left leaning yeah, I think Eureka Seven, I, I watch it. I don't Full know. Metal Alchemist. Oh yeah, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely yeah. that's an- a- Antifa. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> they. Uh... And that does that 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 messaging is actually super explicit. Now that I think about it. Well, no, yeah, because the the war. And there's the, the whole war against the Jews thing. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah they, 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 they are. They're they like going and fighting brown people. Like. Yeah, yeah they got to fight the Nazis. Like oh, the, well, yeah, that is their country. Their the country the, the, is the, the Holocaust. They call their president a fewer. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. The Holocaust <laughs> happens in that. Yeah, and it's like a big part of the characters' backstories and stuff. I think, which I think is pretty amazing. Yeah, no, it's. So I, I just think I think that's interesting, and I honestly think it's better for the medium. That you can have explicitly right-leaning th- stuff and explicitly left-leaning stuff and not get caught up in, like, the actual real-life, real-world politics of that particular country. Like, I... Yeah. Like, no one is talking about, like, the World War Two war crimes or the politi- or like Abe's political right-leanings, right? Like, I'm sure, like, there's a, bu- there's a bunch of, like... Like real TV shows in Japan that might be talking about that stuff, but that's not in anime. I feel like yeah, I mean, I feel I, like that's not a bad thing if they did talk about that shit. No, as long as they I'm did not, it well. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying it's. I, I'm yeah. I just think it leads to a lot more diversity in storytelling. I think that it's like a unique way to explore those kind of ideas. Yeah, because you can kind of do it with a degree of removal from reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like that's how I always kind of feel about. I would Gundam. say that even goes into um, Japanese video games because you can make like pretty big arguments about Dark Souls as political leanings or like fucking Persona or well, yeah. fucking Catherine. Persona is literally uh, that. That was one of my big things about Persona Five because, like, you know me, right, Charles? Fucking authoritarian. Yeah, and then the whole plot line of Persona Five is we know better than the adults. Screw them. We're gonna try and fix the government, and I'm like, hell yeah, uh, uh, you guys are like, hell eight, yeah, eight high schoolers. Fuck yeah, dude, that's awesome. I hate it. I hate it. Like you could like the duality of man, you know. Like <laughs> I hated that, but you you love that, you know. Shows great, and I think that I think that that like shows like how different things can be, you know. I don't know. I, uh, sorry. What were you going to say, Trevor? But no, I was just like, yeah, like the flexibility of it. Um, that might be because, like, the questions. A lot of the times, when when shows like pose questions and when they explore things, like those things aren't inherently political, but they have political ramifications. Yeah. Like. Um. It is sort of like you'll have, like, oh, you know, in, in, like, fantasy shows and stuff, there'll be, like, a good kingdom or, like, a good government agency, and then there'll also be, like, bad kingdoms and bad government agencies. Like, it's not, 
not as much making comments like on the existence of those structures. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why are... is that? Why is that kingdom shown to be good? Why is that government agent shown? To be yeah. Good? No, exactly. It's like you know, looking at distinguish, you know, between these like. What makes the good guys the good guys? Like, why are they the ones we're rooting for? Why are they, you know, and the actions they do good? More of the things that it explores and it kind of... And that that can, like, bleed into politics and also politics can bleed into that. One of the things that I was reminded of while you were saying this was uh, Fairy Gone, where they work for the... Or, like, any, like, show where they work for the government and everyone's like, you fucking suck. You work for the government. And they're like, uh, I don't know. Like, wait, like, there's that one public servants, servant ex service. Oh my god! Oh man, yeah. <laughs> it's like the the girl that works as a public servant in like a government office. It's like a yeah. rom com thing. What about? Mm-hmm. It? No, just that's another one where they're working for the government, but it's just kind of portrayed well, I, as like. <laughs> yeah, I I was. I don't with... know. Yeah, what are you saying? I was just um, I was thinking about Gurren Lagann again, because mm-hmm. uh, that's a show that I think a lot about. Thing, because like the first time I watched it, I, I kind of saw it through like a revolutionary lens. Yeah, but now that I've been mulling it over, like it's also kind of libertarian in a way, because. Like the one of the big things is that there is this kind of you know galactic centralization that imposes these regulations on people because they're afraid of entropy and stuff. And I, I'm like, yeah, you could you could definitely be like and read it that way. But it's also like I think that that's like there's so many different perspectives is one of the things that made anime proliferate so much because you go online and you see like. There's a lot of really right wing. I'm I'm reminded of the political compass. Yeah, a square in the middle that says doesn't watch anime, and then in all of like the corners it says watches anime. <laughs> <laughs> it's it is like it's one of those things where like you can find like super you know polarized people who both like could even enjoy like the same sets of shows, but are reading them in different ways. I'm just reminded yeah. of Goblin Slayer. That's, like, all I can think of right now, where it's, like, <laughs> if you guys remember when that show came out, and, like, all the yeah. people on Pole and fucking uh, R. The Donald jumped on that shit, and were, like, yeah. about immigrants, and I was, like, uh-huh. off, bro, you don't even play D&D, like, you know? <laughs> and the guy that wore, the, and, like, the main character had, like, that, those people that, like, have the stupid, like, crusader. Yeah profile pick or whatever yeah. we're like oh my god this guy is this guy is the epic hero like you know <laughs> like all the vermin yeah i hate yeah I hate like that traditional shit. values oh I, my uh, god i like this is one yeah of that in shield hero where it's like oh oh uh, well that never comes up really again after the first episode of shield hero yeah but it's still fucking whack <laughs> whatever Still a really whack you gotta, thing you gotta to fucking have. To buy that first volume, and then afterwards they just jump on the rest. You know. <laughs> I guess it's still whack. I mean, uh, what else? I I'm just <laughs> I'm just thinking of like that and shit like that, where it's like, 
where it's like people of a ver- very particular like political leaning will jump onto a certain anime like uh all the people that like are really into guns and like world war Two and shit like really like um that that one where they drive tanks around oh. yeah girls and pants girls and really pants. like that you know yeah no it is yeah. it is interesting are there any like mm-hmm. left wing? Uh, the zombie idol one got jumped on because had a trans bang. Uh, oh trans yeah, that oh, one was cool. a big. Yeah, evil. it was pretty cool. Oh yeah, and then yeah, like got a, uh, got a big uh, left following. But like like Sailor Moon has a lot of fans yes, like who Sailor are Moon. like you know it's a it's a lot of older oh, yeah. shows. I I feel a lot of the time it's not a lot of newer shows. Because it's like people in their 30s, like, making <laughs> posts online, so they remember stuff from back when, you know? Bad <laughs> when anime was good. It's like, all, <laughs> all those people on Twitter's like, remember when we had Manime? Oh my god. Z. Um, Nobody's, uh, no American remembers that era, though, because back in the 80s, like... Nah, big, was, big nerds like that shit. Yeah. There are yeah, definitely, like, like, a lot of American, like, nerds who were like, gotta get my anime from the VHS store. It was special. Oh, yeah, they would get, like, those, like, recorded, like, VHSs mailed. Yeah. For, that might have been in the 70s when, like... No, that's still the 80s. Yeah, that was definitely the 80s. Where they would, like, get the, get the VHSs mailed and, like, make their own subtitles and shit, like... That, that actually reminds me. But, like... I have you guys like ever watched like fan made subtitles nowadays? <laughs> fan uh, subs, no. Yeah. Okay, like not from like official sources like Crunchyroll or Funimation or anything. Well, the ones I remember were like the I used to watch anime on YouTube. <laughs> why did i just talk about this last week dude like oh my god oh my god Tripped yeah no that's one of those lane, dude yeah no i yeah i watched a lot of zatch bell on youtube <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you guys you saw, yeah. oh my god do you guys know the but uh that show the what the for zatch bell no the what for zatch bell well like what's it about you know what it's, it's about, about fucking like what's, what's about? dolls and puppets. Yeah, they shit, summon the the dolls and the puppets from like a book, and they have. Them yeah, I remember them. that shit. Dude. And the one, and the one fucking uh issue of Shonen Jump I read there is some Josh Bell. Yeah. Back in the elementary school days. <laughs> oh man. I remember that. I always thought that that like little baby from Zatch Bell. I forget his name. Well, I, whenever I'd see like trailers for the show, I'd be like, "Oh, he's always like embarrassing the main character." And I, I I didn't quite realize what the premise was. Like, I just thought that it was about like a magical baby that just like annoyed a guy at school Zatch all the time. Political. <laughs> I've never seen this in my life. I read a solid one well, fucking. Think about the premise. They're con- they have like the dolls, and they fight t- with them. Bobby, is that still political? I honestly don't remember. Like, I it, were they dolls? I thought that he was just like a magical baby that came from another dimension. <laughs> well, or like something. So it looked like a doll, right? Like I don't think it was. They were definitely dolls. 
They're like puppets. They're like homunculi. Yeah. That was like my era of like Shonen Jump right there. It was like... You know, like Final Fantasy summons. But not as cool. Yeah, it was like Zatch Bell and Shaman King and Rave Master. Oh. There's a, um... Dude, Rave Master was actually... What were you saying, Trevor? Big boy. I'm, I, I was just looking up, okay, like, images so... of this. Okay. Titties, and her name is Big Boing. <laughs> Where is this? I'll, not... drop, I'll drop a picture. Uh... Uh, this is very good for our audio podcast. They know what the, the, the name of the character. Charles, don't even kill yourself. This is going to get zero uh, views a week from audience. now. Yes. You'll see. Our, our very ravenous audience, of course. <laughs> We're going to lose so many subscribers for this one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have subscribers. Don't worry, y'all. Oh my god. <laughs> that's, that's big boy. Wait, did I tell you about uh, Charles? I like how she got stars on her nipples. Uh, Wait, what's this from? Is this from Zach? <laughs> Zach Bell, yeah. Bro, I don't even remember the... Did you ever watch the... What, what's it called? The the, the Gurren Lagan movie? Oh, oh shit. I, the, the, um, they have, like, a couple, but the one that isn't a recap, that, like, where they go into super space. Yeah, and, um... What's her name? The, the main girl. What the fuck is her name? Yoko? Yoko. Yoko shoots missiles from her tits, dude. What a hero! <laughs> I, I haven't actually seen that movie. I've been meaning to, that, but I've that's, also that's when you like get like the uncensored shit because it's like a movie, so like don't really care. It's not airing on television. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh my guys, God. guys! What? A what? tile from my ceiling just fell. Well, Shrev is gonna die of black mold from Pete. Uh, pretty. Well, wow! If I, 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 I this morning I was like, "Man, is that tile gonna fall?" And <laughs> Jesus, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, Pete's doing really good. I see. <laughs> Meanwhile, Charles was living it up, living it up in my fucking lordly halls in the basement. Um. So, <laughs> wait, what was I gonna say? Um, have. Have I talked to you guys? Okay, this is what I Yes, this is we're doing I it right now. Okay. Okay. Is Dragon Ball Z political? Because they just want to fight people, dude. Goku just wants to fight. Okay? But why Honestly, do they want to fight? He just wants to get stronger. He's he has insane. to unite all the people of the Earth with the spirit bomb to defeat he the invaders. He does that like once. I think, like, Frieza is, like, a pretty good example of, like, a fascist expansionist. You know? Doesn't Frieza like, just, he... like, want more power, though? Yeah, but I think that's, like, the general imperative of fascism. But he wants to blow it up. He fascism, doesn't want to conquer though. Earth. He just wants to blow it up. Yeah, I think still. Like, I don't know. Like, the fact that he's the king, he has all those, like, flunkies that follow him around. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, no, I think the way that he just sort of massacres all the Namekians, like, and so, like, that's, like, the inciting incident that makes everyone just kind of want to go kick his ass. Like, I don't know. 
And I think there is a definite argument for, like, the... I guess, like... I mean, like, there's a definite, like, philosophical underpinning to the show. Like, especially later with, like, when they start, like, fusing together and, like, going to, like, Super Saiyan 10 or whatever, you know, like... Super Saiyan God. Yeah, all about, like, going beyond the infinite, you know, <laughs> like, uh... But, like, I think that there's a definite political argument to be made, at least for, like, just a general, like, anti-authoritarianism. Like, even in the original series with, like, the Red Ribbon Army mm. and, you know, all that kind of shit. Like, it's all these, like, bungling bureaucrats and, like, kind of, like, tin pot generals and shit that get foiled by Goku throughout the series. Like, I feel like his, that's like, also... I feel like that's kind of a default stance, though. Really? I don't know, or at least in a lot of shows. Yeah, no, but I think that even though you could say it's been done a million times and it's pretty typical, like, I think there is still, like, like an an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Dragon Ball's just the one who kind of, like, pushed it forward. And I think, like, uh, I mean, like, people always kind of forget that it was a comedy for most of its (laughs) development as well. So, like, it doesn't really have the most coherent, like, uh, you know, like, stance on anything, because, you know, like, one minute they'd be fighting, you know, like, armies of guys with machine guns, and then the next minute it'd be, like, a wacky green alien came and took over the world. uh, We have to fight General Black now. Oh, no. Yeah, true. You could make an argument that there's some racism in Dragon Ball, but, uh... Talk a little bit more about Boing Boing, please. No, I don't want to talk anymore about Boing Boing. I'd rather we didn't talk about Jasper. Why? I want to hear about it. Power involves bouncing her breasts up and down or batting them with her arms to distract everyone. Listen. She is the most prominent of the 12 characters, occasionally appearing on her own and constantly seen alongside Dr. Riddles. Her dialogue consists almost exclusively of the word yeah. Listen. I... Wow, this is not misogynistic at all. My tolerance of a lot of things since watching anime has gone significantly up. Listen, for once, I when I when I read One Piece, I've gone to the point where I don't even do double takes at how how the anatomy in that show is in the mods <laughs> anymore. So I'm good. Okay, all right. I've reached enlightenment. You saw me when I, uh... Yeah, you really... What? What? What were you saying? No, nothing. Continue. I, what did I we see you? I where, like... You saw me when I was... When I was watching the study show with you, dude. Like... I'm, oh, yeah. I... Heart of Steel. You know? Nothing phases me. <laughs> <laughs> God bless. Listen, that study show has, like, a legit political message. You want to talk about, like, fucking political shit in anime? What the fuck yeah, is this yeah, yeah. study oh, show? Shit. It, is, it, is, it is so, like, meritocratic, like, fucking Confucian, like, just work hard. Because oh, this show no. is literally about a dude in extreme poverty. Like, the show brings attention to the fact or and he is... Like trying to not, get this, and it's you know, not like oh he's poor in Japan he has like a sort of small house whatever no. like his his house is falling apart like his house <laughs> is falling apart he has like three siblings and like his mom or whatever 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's like that's like one of the points of the show. And like, but basically what the show is about is because he works really hard and he studies really hard, <laughs> you know, not only is he working on getting like this VIP full ride to the college of his choice, he also gets to hang out with all these cute girls. And it's it, it's like one of those just like, you know, hard work, pull yourself studying up hard, you know, your keeping your head down. Um, about how it was Confucian propaganda because... It's very much like you have to study. Is it such a shitty show? But that that was one of the more fun ones that we watched. Isn't that one called (laughs) just? That's called we can't study, right? We can't. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's we can't study. And that's my favorite part. Oh no, no, we we never learn. I think is like the. Yeah, well, it's actually more correct when you say we can't study. Um. as a as an actual manga TL now I can say that uh, oh my god <laughs> um what yeah just like it's in the weirdest shit too that's the weirdest part for me like when it'll just be like in some random like slice of life rom-com thing yeah <laughs> Like, not, no, not, like no seriousness, but, like, they're just like, we love studying. Studying's so much fun. Yeah, no, and it, <laughs> it, it, why, it, like... it was one of those things where it was just, like, one day I was like, holy shit. You know, this is this is a little more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, you, if you study hard uh, on your tests, you too will get a posse of cute girls who, like, worship the ground you walk on. <laughs> It's because he's smart and he's like hardworking. That's why they like. Him. Yeah. And one of the girls. And oh, like, but but he's also he's also kind and innocent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forget that. He doesn't know oh a God. lot about how girls work, so one of the girls has to teach yeah. him. Wink, wink. Oh my God. Um. There's one of those. There's one of those classic. Uh, anime stock characters of like the the tall girl with the brown skin. In this show, yeah. so now She's now it's on my list. Friend, don't you want your own oh. childhood friend that's always been in love with you since middle school? I do. <laughs> no, remember that promise we made when you were five. No, I don't, Karen. <laughs> I was fucking five. I probably made a promise that I play with Lionel every day for the rest of my life, and that shit didn't happen. So I don't know why you think I'm gonna fucking deep dick you 21 years later <laughs> <laughs> that was nisekoya not even lying i know that, that's actually i don't know if i told you but that's the same is the the show or the the manga that the show is based off of is is written by the assistant of nisekoi like this is like really? nisekoi 2.0 <laughs> wait we never learn this yeah be sequel from Nisekoi <laughs> comes Nisekoi 2.0. Electric Foodaloo. Um, we've come sort of come to the end. So, uh, Charles, if you want to say something, if you don't, uh, the last word I have on this explicitly political episode is that we must kill the landlords and establish true communism for real anime to propagate. It's, it's... Anime will only become more powerful under communism. Join me, comrades, and we will make a new 
fucking Tsugoi Heat World. <laughs> I expect you to go to the 2020 Japanese Olympics and scream that. Don't tempt me. Boy, Communism with Segoy characteristics. <laughs> <laughs> Communism Naruto uh, care. Uh, uphold Marxism, Leninism, Uzumakiism. I did I watched um fucking American Factory Communism. the other week. Have you guys watched that? You're getting in the way of my last word, Jasper. Okay, no, but you guys you're talking about <laughs> blank with blank characteristics. And fucking I yes. American Factory. Do you guys know what that's about? No. It's about uh so it takes place in like this small midwestern town and this car factory closes down and then a Japan uh, a Chinese company comes in and makes a new car factory there and all the old workers start to work there but then they start to have problems because it's Chinese and um oh. they have to and they clash with the Chinese workers and shit. It's like crazy and also it's funded by the Obamas. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. It's an anime a... funded by the Obamas? No, it's a documentary. It's Oh, okay. Anyways, oh, yeah, okay. we must create a uh, fucking communism with um fucking Sakura card captor Sakura characteristics. That's my hot take. There we go. Is Cardcaptor Soccer political? Yeah, probably. Everything's political, Jasper. I'm I'm just saying, like, the, what is the political there's a, there's The monsters are, of course, capitalism. There's lesbians in Cardcaptor Soccer. No. I, I saw this. No, there should be, but the creator is a pussy. The creator. So, Clamp, there, one I of the greatest. You, I will tell you, okay? The main girl that, that likes Sakura... She might be a lesbian. Or she might just be really close friends with her because soccer. Oh my god! Straight, okay? Jasper, just like Symphogear. <laughs> yeah. No, in Symphogear, they really actually sleep in, in the show. same bed. Okay, so that's. that's their Is that something. really? Yeah. Uh. Mm, What's her name? It's still, Anyways, still like no, you know what, Jasper? Fuck you. My final word is that Cardcaptor Soccer is gay. End the goddamn podcast. No, I'm not gonna end it here. That was my last word. I won the game. You have to do it. This well, is the rule you made. Can I just say something? One last thing, please. Okay? In, Why do you have to take my reward away from me? In Magical Girl Lyrical Nanoha. In the third yes, season. The gay, one of the gayer shows. Uh... Two main characters own a room together, they sleep together, and they adopt a child. That's as gay as it gets. And it's canon. They confirmed. They confirmed it. God bless. God bless. There's some some canon lesbians in Sailor Moon, too. Wait, who? Yeah. yeah. In the Japanese version. Uh, They pretended they were cousins in the American dub. <laughs> even, though, even though they're like, even though they're like ca- caressing each other's faces and like, you know, some, like, some mm-hmm. you know I have though. to read read this up. Did like the author confirm that? Yeah, no, it's part of the series. Oh yeah, like, oh, okay, like... Okay. is that a different yeah. guy who made the lesbian sword fighting show? No, no, I think With the list. Oh, Utena? yeah, guys... yeah, yeah. yeah no, Utena. Was, yeah. wasn't that made by the same? Yeah. Or the, 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 the girl girl on Sailor Moon? Yeah. 
Yeah, Sailor Sailor Uranus. Uh, what was it? Ikuhara also made the one where it's the Kappa and they suck each other's asses to pull out their desire jewels. Alright, yeah. I you, think you that's a good made, point um, to end off. The one with the bears? Yeah, the Yuri bears. And that, if that were gonna end... <laughs> there we go. There Goodbye, we go. Perfect. Everyone. Goodbye, everyone.